What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Indeed. It's the Independent Wrestling Podcast. I'm Mike Hamley, here with you every week, as always, to talk about independent wrestling with the faces you know and love from all around the world of independent wrestling. And we are definitely going to do that this week. But before we do that, I just want to send some best wishes, strength, love, positive vibes, everything good to uh, Andrew friend that we know here on Indeed, you know him better maybe as a superstar Shane Hawk, Professor H. He's the executive producer of IWS, International Wrestling Syndicate in Montreal. He's the head trainer at their dojo. He's a pillar of Canadian independent wrestling. Passion for the business, his students, everything is just unrivaled. Uh, he unfortunately has to step away from the ring due to some injuries, uh, including a broken neck, amongst other things. Uh, so we've all been gutted to hear this news today, uh, especially around the uh, Canadian independent scene. Um, but, you know, to his credit, like he said, he did win three titles with a broken freaking neck. Uh, so he is the executive producer of Montreal's IWS, International Wrestling Syndicate. Uh, they're making their international broadcast debut as part of the Fight Plus subscription service on Saturday, July 15th, this Saturday, uh, with their show Scarred for Life. We've got PCP Crazy F and Manny stepping out of retirement again to team with Lufisto to take on Bussy in what's probably going to be one of the wildest matches in all of 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, Shane's Pro Wrestling Tease link is in the video description below. So if you can, you know, f- go get some merch, support the homie, please. Uh, he's going to be out of action for we don't know how long, and wrestling is his source of income. So if you can buy some merch, Sign up for Fight Plus and watch the fuck out of the show on Saturday. And uh, let's help a good person, a good brother, in a time of need, please. And on that note, again, welcome to Indeed. Got the homie Righteous Reg here with me always to talk some indies. How are you doing, my man? In the building. It's your boy, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, Righteous Reg, here to talk the best independent wrestling of the week of the year of ever very excited to be here very excited about uh the week that passed and the week that's to come with independent wrestling there's a lot of really dope things going on in the midst of this crazy world of professional wrestling so it's great and we have a friend here joining us today too mike i'm very excited about this yeah so uh if you've gone to any wrestling show probably in the chicago or surrounding area you if you've ever been to Big Gay Brunch, you have most likely heard the voice of Val Capone, either mm-hmm. calling your favorite matches over commentary, yep. announcing the action in the ring, That's... doing 
a whole bunch of stuff in various capacities around independent wrestling because it you know you generally if you have one job you have a couple of hats that you're actually it's wearing the only way to go no <laughs> one has one job like except for the some of the wrestlers that are just like i'm just coming to wrestle but even the other wrestlers will have like 10 jobs because you if it's an independent wrestling and you're back there they're gonna have you doing something at this point right val <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we have Val Capone joining us mm-hmm. on the show today. How are you doing? Welcome to the show. You're, I, I think you're the first guest we've ever probably booked out of chat. <laughs> like on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm doing pretty awesome, all things considered. You know, the weather is a little rough here in Chicago. I know that's shocking to hear, but uh, yeah, it's a little rough today in in. Uh, sweet home Chicago, but I'm doing grand. And uh, I'm glad that we were able to make this work out scheduling wise. I know the three of us have like crazy schedules going on. So I'm stoked mm-hmm. that we were able to make it work all in the name of the love of wrestling. So yes. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm um, like so stoked because, you know, first and foremost, yeah, I'm like a triple threat or whatever you want to say. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm just a big old lady mark. And mm-hmm. uh I love me some uh, independent wrestling. So, yeah, I'm stoked to talk wrestling with you guys. <laughs> this is definitely the place to be if you love independent wrestling. So we're glad to have you. Let's real quick kind of get your uh, your resume on screen, so to speak. But look at that. That's uh, <laughs> it's kind of a who's who list of some of you know the the best promotions in independent wrestling currently currently i, I, I see past. warrior wrestling on there i think is that yeah. warrior wrestling I see? <laughs> oh look look at that I'm, hey Aww. wow hey, I love warrior warrior so much they let me do so many <laughs> rad things it's not that they let me do it's that they support me in doing and uh actually here's one of my very favorite titles mm-hmm. that i've ever Ooh. earned no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um the foam title yeah. let's go they support me in doing so much that um, I started out coming on board, you know, I think 2017 as a backstage correspondent with Warrior, where I just got to like live the dream and just run around and cut promos with so many awesome talents. And then, you know, Principal Steve or Steve Tortorello uh, was just like, hey, Valfonts, uh, you got some good pipes when you do ring announcing. You want to call the women's matches here? And I said, oh, I'm sorry, what? And he said, well, we want to showcase the strength of women's wrestling because, you know, it's not just the women in the ring. It's the women around the ring, holding the cameras, running around backstage, running the shows and also ring announcing. So mm-hmm. you want to ring announce the women's matches? I mean, you could do other matches, too, but I know that you are like a diehard supporter of women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. China. Mm-hmm. Um, Love China. So, yeah, I, I would love to feature your very specific voice each and every time you want to be featured on a women's match or you know and i was like oh yeah <laughs> so yeah i get to do it quite often and i've had some really mind-blowing matches that i've been able to call over the years with warrior and then that kind of led into hey do you want to you know um fill in for rich who is stuck in Gainesville because of the pandemorama and that's how I started on commentary and now I have a whole nother career as a commentator so it's wow. because of warrior wrestling that I have 
new life after my roller derby career kind of wrapped up. So I love warrior wrestling immensely and forever and for always. So I, I've got a fondness for warrior wrestling for multiple reasons. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, one, obviously they, they, they like to book the Lucha. Yes. Oh yeah. I love like actual Lucha. So Mm -hmm. that always gets me going. And then it kind of ties into something else I want to mention, but of course they recently brought a, dazzling young Canadian talent named Gabriel Fuerza down for a triple threat against Gringo Loco and Vikingo. And it like, it's, it's one of those things where like, especially with, you know, speaking of Shane Hawk, actually that, you know, the discourse of how he mentioned recently that it's more difficult to be an independent wrestler in Canada because Mm -hmm. of how hard it is to get, into the next closest major market outside of your country the united states whereas like wrestlers from the united states is super easy for them to come up here and work like get work they don't need a whole visa to come up here like we would to come down there and all that so for him being someone that's so talent like if you if you go to any show up here he's like one of the last three matches on pretty much every card Mm -hmm. um and get him getting an opportunity to go somewhere like warrior get some exposure to like a broader us audience that might have never seen him before if they like say only watch warrior they don't know who you know what i mean so like that's their first time getting to see gabriel forza and he gets to like show it off against two people who he's definitely going to get to have a good match with Mm -hmm. yeah i gotta be honest um you said broader audience and all i could think of was this broad and i call myself that (laughs) um this broad was like i mean Mm. i was just like slack jawed for so much of that match because Mm -hmm. i mean between him vikingo and gringo loco what's not to love right he was very very impressive especially with the two of those like honking names i mean he definitely showed out and showed up it was amazing yeah yeah we got a bunch of people that good up here we just they just don't get to show it like outside of canada much my watch started started to chime in on the. On the <laughs> Your watch was like, and also, yeah, Gringo is really good. Yes, we believe. Series, series, like this is a good ass show. Yeah, you should watch it. Uh, that's on YouTube. It's on Warrior Wrestling's YouTube. You can just go watch the show. Mm. Absolutely. It, I mean, Fuerza was fantastic, and I I really hope that we do get to see him again here. Uh, that warrior gets to see him again and that we get to see more of him in the States because he really is a talent that should be uh, receiving more exposure. And I agree with you. It's so hard for Canadians to come down to the States and even probably to cross to Europe, I would imagine. Maybe Mm. not as easy. No, not really. It's like not that like it's no uh, uh, everyone I've spoken. I, I went to two shows over the weekend and everyone I spoke to over the weekend about it. I did a little field research on the on the subject while I was <laughs> at, I was this weekend, and like everyone I spoke to uh, that has had experiences with leaving Canada to go to Europe and also trying to go to the U.S., it was like in Europe is infinitely easier. Really? Yeah, you can kind of just like go over. You don't. It's like you, it, the the U.S. is the only place where you need to get like the work visa to demonstrate that you can do the job better than somebody who lives in the country. 
That's <laughs> that's why when Speedball got you know barred from the U.S. for five years, he was able to stay so incredibly relevant and still stay so sharp and at the top is because he just like he still got to wrestle all over Canada, and then he also got to go to like Japan and do bunch of crazy shit in ddt and mm-hmm. you know with like mao yeah. and Keshida and go over to england and do stuff there with like rev pro and progress and all these british so he you know it's Did like you just say to Keshida. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> also demeanor change for to <laughs> yeah i the, 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 he, i can't blame you <laughs> i just everything about him is perfection i know i'm yeah. supposed to hate him now i mean i hate don Callis, but like i know yep. it's hard to hate him although i told him that like he's not allowed to have cinnabon anymore because he's supposed <laughs> to be evil that is so <laughs> funny he hasn't had cinnabon since he since he has turned though so good for him for keeping that going <laughs> Is there like a rival cinnamon roll franchise in America that he could just like start taking up like the the champ? He could be he could start championing like another rival cinnamon bun franchise. Okay, so I asked him. I said, "I'm not supposed to talk to you anymore because like you're terrible now." <laughs> and he was like, "So," and I said, "And I'm also not allowed to bring you cinnamon anymore because you're terrible now." And he goes. I want sugar donut now. Oh, <laughs> that's what it and is. I was like, All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like yeah. as soon as I walked away, I was like, I'm not gonna let him know that he got me. And I immediately started, I almost I almost peed my pants laughing because I was like, he's still so perfect. He is sugar donuts. Really. That's the thing. All right, where's Jeremy? Sugar Get the headline donuts. ready. Takeshita yes. is done with Cinnabon. He wants sugar donuts. That you look like. Come on, Jeremy. Your 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 wacky headline is built right into it now. The code has been. I really cracked. wanted to call instead of a blue thunder bomb. I really wanted to call it a Takeshita bond. Takeshita bond. Because he's evil now. I like it. When he was doing Colradric's. Uh, when he was doing Colradric's. Um, God, why can't I remember the name of the move? It's a ridiculous name for a move, but uh Oh, from Cole Radrick? Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> Lil I Sebastian's love, love curse. Him. That mm-hmm. move. Yeah. When when Takeshita, you know, started doing that, uh, which he he was allowed to borrow. He actually borrowed it from Cole Radrick, which is very mm-hmm. cool that Takeshita borrowed a move from Cole Radrick. Right? Mm-hmm. But so, uh I was hoping he would have called it the Cinnabomb. The Cinnabomb. I, I wanted him to call it the Cinnabomb so bad. Mm-hmm uh yeah he's wild though and i love i love that he's just wrestling all over the end like doing independent dates in between all his aew stuff too because that man that man can wrestle it was his dream to come here and be an american wrestler like how Mm -hmm. cool is that and like he's just so stoked to be here even if he's evil like (laughs) he's so stoked to be here just living the dream and he was just like i'm happy to be in america and i can't believe i get to do this and he's just hyped to be a part of the independent wrestling scene here you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's so rad like it's insane he's been putting on some great matches with a lot of like young young talent too he's amazing yeah Dude, uh, did you see his match with Warhorse? I mean, it melted my brain. <laughs> yes, that was. It, 
the fact that it's like out in the you know out in the field too mm-hmm. like you got it's not just it's, in the field but running hurdles yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah it's the environment for it is just like all right cool you, you he's probably felt like honestly like that th- thinking about it now should have expected Takeshita to do some shit with her. Like it, it, it's it's so DDT, mm-hmm. right? Like to be like, hey, let's do a spot where we run hurdles in the match. Like that's that feels like is well, like I, yeah, I would have done this in DDT you? for sure. If we if we did a if we did a match to track, it was going to happen. It definitely plays into to the history of what he's learned and what he's been taught. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, Pretty uh, funny, and just. I mean, you know, War Horse has already had children. He's fine. He's had at least one. <laughs> It'll work out for him. It won't be yeah. too bad. Yeah. <laughs> so Val, you um, we're talking about Chicago, very hotbed of professional wrestling. Uh, talk about how important it is to uh, be able to represent in so many different great Chicago promotions out there, and how rich the Chicago independent wrestling scene is at the moment. Well, honestly, Reg, that's one of the reasons why I feel like the luckiest lady alive, because mm-hmm. I get to work with so many like bitchin promotions and we all kind of work together, which right. is very cool because I know a lot of cities maybe don't always get along and all mm, promotions don't. Not the best. <laughs> yeah, definitely not the best. And I'm not saying that everybody's like kumbaya, bro, but mm-hmm. I mean... I get to work with freelance. Um, I used to work a lot more with freelance underground, but now that it's baseball season, that can't really happen as often because yeah. um, I work at Wrigley Field. Um, mm. And I work with Warrior. I work with Second Wrestling. Um, Zello Pro is kind of on hiatus, um, but I was doing Zello Pro too. you know. And now I just... Um, I'm really stoked to announce I got to I get to add another promotion to my fantastic array of awesome... Um, I'm making my debut with Dreamwave, which is a little bit farther south, but yeah. um, I'll be rocking with Dreamwave this August. At Sweet. Their, uh, Summer Spectacular. They're having a really rad six-person scramble um, on August the 4th, I want to say. Yeah, August Friday, August 4th. Mm-hmm. So it's to determine um, for a Wicked Sweet women's title opportunity and i get to be the special guest ring announcer for it so i'm mm. super stoked uh cheap plug right there <laughs> um and you know you can always get tickets on uh dreamwave.com and you can always watch it live on iwtv yes and uh you know it's just very cool because everybody wants to work together for the betterment of indie wrestling because at the end of the day like we're all trying to lift each other up rather than just tear each other down like there's no reason for it wrestling is good for wrestling like let's work together you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and like i started with aaw in 2016 Mm -hmm. and some of my best friends work there and we all support each other and like chicago style wrestling is an awesome promotion that a lot of my friends work at and it's Mm -hmm. just really cool there's like gali lucha libre is here and you know GCW comes through and works at Talia Hall and Warrior Wrestling works at Talia Hall and it's just it's cool like mm-hmm. i love that we get this opportunity and like circle 6 just ran out of Re- Reggie's Rock Club where i used to be a door guy that happens to be a girl like i was head of security there for years mm-hmm. like how bitchin is that you know that is I mean? really cool so cool and so i just feel very spoiled or blessed but not like in the 
Casey Navarro, Frank the Clown kind of way. No, no, no. No, no. But no, definitely not Frank the Clown. Gross. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, FTC, not for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, it's like Chicago has such an awesome wrestling scene and we all try to be super supportive. Like even in the Burbs, there's tons of awesome promotions, you know, a couple hours away or even 45 minutes away. And we all try to just be supportive of each other, or at least I try to make sure that people are supportive mm-hmm. of each other. Um, and it's it's just there's always so much more and more and more to do here. And I don't know if you've heard of like this promotion. Um, it's like a young upstart. They run a lot here called AEW. And there's uh, <laughs> a lot of wrestlers that come through here. Never heard of them. I, I, yeah. heard, I, heard, they have, like, I heard they don't have often go to that Chicago. Yeah, no, they they're, don't have a home base in Chicago. They don't go to Chicago very often. They're technically based out of like this um, Jacksonville, Florida, but like also yeah. they consider Chicago home. And um, Florida doesn't exist to me. So one of, one of their, well, I, I'm pretty sure someone who wrestles for them is like one of the biggest names in all of Chicago. Yeah, I mean, Probably I work in. Period. Um, I don't know much about Chicago, but he seems like a big deal. Like a, a lot of people like beyond him in wrestling in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Well, I grew up in the punk rock scene, so like I'm very supportive of DIY music and punk rock. So mm-hmm. you know, um, I like to support like independent stuff, like being mm-hmm. here on Indeed. And so, like, I like to try to help the little guys. That's like great plug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm going to their very small show that they're having at this new arena in a city called London. Mm. Um, It's called Wembley Stadium. Not that many people are going to be there, I think. Hopefully they'll have some tickets that sell. I don't know. Supposedly Mm. not. Yeah, I I heard they were only going to maybe get like 30K and like a bunch of tarps. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I think that they might have like a lot of, um, I can maybe bring the Bella cutouts. Yeah, totally. That'll help. It'll expand. Yeah. But then the very pro- next I... weekend, they they are so bold that they're gonna run again. So I'm gonna instead, I'm gonna support them that yes. weekend too. But I'm also gonna work this fantastic event. Maybe you've heard of it. It's the biggest, gayest, brunchiest mm-hmm. weekend of the year. Yes. It's called Effie's Big Gay Brunch, and it's really the only show you need to go to. So there's that. But yes. Thank you for segueing so perfectly into something that I plan on bringing up very shortly. Anyway, this is great. No <laughs> but problem. yeah, um, I'm happy uh, that you brought it up. I actually, I, I, I didn't see an announcement yeah last night, so I messaged Effie and I was like, "Can I talk? If if, if Val's working Big Gay Brunch this year, can I talk about it?" And he's like, "Yeah, go ahead." So. Oh, he said you Excellent. could okay because I didn't yeah. ask him. I was like, "Cool, I don't no, have to ask it's anything. okay. <laughs> it's okay. I, I, yeah, I ended up asking him anyway because, uh, but job, yeah, Mike. so." Yeah, we had uh, well, you know, before before uh, number six in LA, we had uh, we we had we obviously had Effie on the show, and we got to talk about it there. But mm-hmm. um, we haven't got to you know get the perspective of somebody who's not like doing all the stressful like putting it all together, promoting it, booking it, all that, and somebody who actually is like just getting to be a part of it and you know lend their talent to the show. So uh, what's what has been being a part of BGB been like so far. And uh, can you, can you kind of describe it for those of us who have never like taken part uh, in attending one in person? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, I put on a lot of glitter. <laughs> um, I drink a lot of coffee. 
mm-hmm. and a lot of water. The yes. end. Mm-hmm. Um, no, right. uh, it's. I will tell you. Last year, I had a rough time personally because I'm struggling with um, long COVID still. So that's why I was like, ah, dang, I forgot to ask Effie if I'm allowed to talk about it because he he typically will do like announcements of all talent and mm-hmm. generally the voices on the mics were like the last to be announced because yeah. realistically, let's be real. Like I love what I get to do and I'm still shocked floor, like floored, like that I get to do this because I truly do have the best job in the business. Is it the mm-hmm. easiest job? Absolutely not. Is it mm-hmm. the best job? Hell yeah. Um, because I get to talk about something that I've loved since I was a little girl. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That being said, I'm not selling tickets. I may sell some, don't get me wrong, because mm-hmm. it's always cool when I see people in my t-shirts in the audience. That that yep. blows my mind, bro. But it's the people that are in the ring and are that are doing the fighting, that are doing the wrestling, that sell the tickets. Those mm-hmm. should be the first announcements, always. Right. But he still likes to do a big reveal of who's going to be on the show every year. And mm-hmm. so I don't want to say who my partner's going to be, but I will say that we are magical. <laughs> and I will say that I take a lot of pride in the fact that I've been a part of every U.S. big, big, big gay brunch since day one. Um, I was not on the big gay block, which the fight forever. <laughs> I was not on that. Much love, Terry Funk. Happy belated yeah. birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was not part of the UK Big Gay Brunch. Um, but last year I was struggling immensely with long COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a very, 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 very bad rough time health-wise. I had just had um, spinal tap because I had brain issues. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wear these beautiful blue light glasses. I don't actually need glasses. These are simply mm-hmm. blue light glasses. I have perfect vision. Mm-hmm. as I am a perfect vision but um and it was really hard on me so when I do glitch and when I do space out I do apologize but um I'm struggling pretty gnarly with this brain disorder that long COVID gifted me and that was at the height of when I was dealing with my diagnosis so for me it was such a gift to be a part of it but I almost wasn't going to do it because I wasn't sure that I could deliver what I expect of myself Mm. on the mic. But I know that there are people that like expect me to be there and to be that cup of joy that I get to bring um, each and every time I'm on a wrestling microphone. And it like means a lot to me to get to do it. And Like the love that I get to give, but the love that I receive is so important. And when you ask what it's like, that's what I would say. It's all about the love. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Every single person that's in that room is there with intention of love, whether it's they're looking to find the love that they don't have from people in their everyday life or that they want to share the love from the community, or they want to share, and by the community, I mean those of us in the Alphabet Army, Mm -hmm. Um, or in the wrestling community. You know, maybe it's just people that just want to see damn fine wrestling, because it's not just about being queer, you know, 
whatever part of the flag that you fly. Um, but it's also just badass wrestling. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And um, getting to showcase names that you've never heard of. Like some of the people that I got to work with at uh, Big A Brunch 6 in LA, like I didn't, I wasn't familiar with Richie Coy. And mm. oh my stars, did I just fall for them? Like, whoa, they're mm. so spectacular. I was like, who is this? They were so great. That like, was um, uh, that was me while I was watching Fred Rosser and Karam. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Karam. Oh, that mm-hmm. match was so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And you know, and getting to tell that story was so important. And to be, even though I wanted a, I wanted a slug Karam, but like to like <laughs> know that that, that's exactly what they were meant to do in that moment. Yep. But that moment was so important for them because they just had recently come out and realize that this is what they needed to do for them. And that's why big gay brunch is so important and so essential. And so last year at all out is what I'm talking about when I was not feeling a hundred percent because I was having so much pressure on my brain from fluid. And I was like almost going to bail. And I, I said, suck it up buttercup. There's people that are relying on you. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I came through the curtain in my little like polka dot rainbow dress, and all these people were like, Val, hi. And people were like hugging me as I was skipping down the aisle. And afterwards, people were like, thank you so much. You have no idea how much it means to me. You know, and like I had a friend of mine who was like, who's a furry, who I actually met at Forbidden Door at um, United Center. Mm-hmm. And I happened to be front row because I didn't expect this because I didn't know if I was going to be healthy enough to go to that show. Mm -hmm. So I didn't actually buy a ticket. So somebody was like, Hey Val, I know you've been struggling a lot with your health. Um, So I bought you a ticket. So I thought I was going to be in like the nosebleeds and I didn't care because I was like, thank you so much for the free ticket. I appreciated it. And then when they emailed it to me, it was front row. And I was like, Mm -hmm. what in the what now? What are you, are you for serious dude? Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, you've been through hell this year. Like you, you lost 70 pounds in like less than three months. You know, like I lost all my muscle. Like I used to be an athlete. Now I'm like, Ooh, Mr. Burns. <laughs> like, and actually I was two people away from uh, Will Washington, which was awesome. Hey, buddy, congrats on your yeah. new job at that small promotion. Cool yeah. guy. Yeah. That's I hope one day true. you guys make it. Yeah. Maybe you'll get paid more than a hot dog and a handshake. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. I remember like there was a couple times the camera panned now, and I'm like, that's Val. But I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah, no, that that's was cool. also when Will was on screen too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah, shit. Yeah. And Good people. A person yeah. that I knew uh gifted me that ticket because they felt bad that I was like in and out of the hospital and I got stuck in Canada when I first got sick and I couldn't get back into the US. It was a like, last year was an absolute nightmare for me. Wow, Mike, why couldn't you help? That I'll <laughs> just stuck out there in Canada. No, What's going I don't on know. I had to go, Look, we don't I'm not going to get into it, but I like got smuggled back into the country. Whoa, whoa. We don't all just know Justin Trudeau, okay? We can't just all I make that's how this works. Everybody's so I mean, nice out there. You're just like, hey, this is Mike, eh? And then but he wants like, to be we're good. Taylor Swift. So if you could yeah, introduce oh, me to your oh, prime minister. Look, listen here. I'm my my daughter's like that if taylor swift can come to canada we're <laughs> do you think i can go i'm like i 
Can I go? <laughs> so the con- the Mine's conversation- like, get a job. The conversation <laughs> was, uh, it ba- yeah, it basically went like, I'd have to sell like an organ for you yeah. to go. She's like, you only need one kidney, dad. You know, also, so I got two. They're both probably it's, bad at this point. Let's be look, real. She's making like some good points. Honestly, like I feel like a kidney. I could probably get like three Taylor tickets. That's like me, my wife, my daughter. That's that's oh. a fun. That's a fun night out. I only need one kidney. I'll take your daughter. I know all look, the lyrics. <laughs> no, I I don't Andy know all. Wants, let's go. I don't know all of them, but I know enough of them that I'm like, I want to go. <laughs> I have bracelets to trade her. And then I, look, uh, Mike, you give up the kidney. You don't have to get a birthday gift. You don't have to get a Christmas present. Like this is like a gift for like. Yeah, let's no, take they, up a bunch of them. I think I've Wait, covered like multiple years. Like I think I've cycled multiple years with like a Taylor with uh with the Taylor Swift concert. If, mm. I, if Let I can me pull tell that you, off, I gave I gave my dad. Game three of the World Series at Wrigley Field for free. Wow. And I still get him Father's Day presents and birthday What? Presents. That's like 10 at Wrigley Field. That's like at minimum 10 years worth of uh gifts. Bro, right I got offered $10,000 a ticket and I gave it to him. Exactly. For and I, I still uh, buy him presents. Yeah. I had a, I had a, I, I had a similar, I had a similar experience in reverse where uh, I was, I was, I was gifted a ticket to game two of the NBA finals when uh, it was Raptors and Golden State. Wow. You went? Oh yeah. Holy shit. Oh yeah. But when I was Can at, I remind like, you, 108 years. Yeah, exactly. That's what you need to be yeah. telling your dad about, not us. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's like for, you know, like, that's like why for me, you know, for me, I'm like, okay, I have to go. Like, I have to go. Mm-hmm. I'm, I might never, you know, I've been watching this team since the mid nineties and there's years where we won single digit <laughs> games in a season. They won. The mid nineties was not 1908, Mike. <laughs> I get, no, I get that. I get that. But like also baseball. I adore I, you, my friend. I know. I know. This is not me trying to one-up you. This is me 108-ing you. <laughs> yeah, 1908 is crazy, though. 1908 is crazy. I'm I, I more so mean, like, people were trying to, like, offer me ridiculous sums of money outside of the arena for my ticket, oh, and yeah. I'm like, ooh, but no. Well, so to get back to my very tangential comment, uh, my friend yeah. Sam very kindly protected me. <laughs> from this gentleman who was egregiously grab-assing women at the forbidden door. And his name, like, yeah, this person was trying to grab people's butts and he eventually like got kicked out or started another fight or whatever. So I made friends with this gentleman who protected me and then a few other women, he was very, very kind. And, you know, I was in the seats where like Okada came over the barricade and I went, I love you. And, like, <laughs> and I went, no, I love you. And he went, hi. And I was like, I'm pregnant now. But no, that's not real. <laughs> and I may or may not be having his baby eventually someday. I don't know. Probably mm-hmm. not. But yeah. Okada, I'm here. I don't. That, that could be how that works. I don't think so, but it could be. I don't know. I went to a Chicago public school, so I don't know how it works. <laughs> I went to a California public school, so I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Canada. I could. I'm in Canada. I could teach you guys. Like, if you need, Probably. If you need help, yeah, I, they gave us textbooks. Know. Like, fucking, they gave us textbooks in like fourth grade. But so my buddy, he he was like, "Hey, do you think it'd be cool if I wore my fursuit?" And I was like, "Hell yeah, it would be." Yeah. And he ended up being on the hard cam the whole time, and he was the furry Cassidy. 
Mm. Oh, Did y'all okay. See him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very so dope. Yeah, that's so, like, Not only is it like a place of love, it's an ultimate place of acceptance. Right. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, straight or gay, if you're a furry, or if you're not sure where you belong. Like anywhere on the LGBTQ plus IA spectrum flag flying or not, as long as you're a cool person that is ready to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be covered in glitter, you just let me know, yep. <laughs> you know, hey. and do, you, do you like brunch? Then buy a ticket. You must have a ticket to the show, but you can also buy a brunch ticket to pair with it in advance. So that way the lovely Megan, who is, I think maybe the brunch mistress again this year. I'm not sure. Sorry if I'm speaking Effie, um, but she sure was last year for all that weekend. And uh, she made a fantastic brunch. Mm -hmm. But yes, it is a party. Sorry to back, but you no. Know, um, the train is always late with me, but it eventually reaches the station. <laughs> no, it's okay. The train like repeatedly falls off the rails on this show anyway. So yeah. that's how. That's yeah. why I love your show. Yeah. I watch it all the time. Yeah. Are there other uh, wrestling promotions running during that weekend? That, um, uh, I'm sure I, there know, are. Honestly, right? um, I don't. I don't know off the top of my head and I do apologize, but like mm -hmm. I was in the UK for a few days. Cause like um, I work at Wrigley field and the Cubs went overseas to play the stupid Cardinals. <laughs> and so, yes, I said stupid Cardinals. What of it? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And um, so I went to go see the Cubs play the Cardinals and also see Iron Maiden. Oh, um, shit. Hell in of a Dublin. Time and then also in Leeds. So I haven't really checked because mm -hmm. I wasn't even aware of the big brunch announcement until I got <laughs> home. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, all right. I do know the answer to this question, at least Thanks, partially. Uh, GCW is running a show that weekend as well, obviously. One other uh, show on Friday night. Uh, yeah, say, okay. you, say You Will is returning this year. Nice. for uh, a show on friday night um i would imagine there will probably be like they usually do a black label pro crossover that mm -hmm. weekend as well mm -hmm. uh like they did three cups two cups stuff like three cup stuff they did four cup stuff last year so well the, the the reason why i made that stink face is because uh i was like mm, i wish there was more shows so there's normally a gcw weekend which is why that's I what i was stink asking yeah 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 yeah, usually yeah. there's so yeah. That's why I went because mm -hmm. I was really stoked to get to be like the jagoff that was wearing pink sequins and a pink flannel in a GCW ring last year mm -hmm. because I thought it was really funny. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, I just thought it was. Funny. I was like, "Yep, I'm that girl." <laughs> well, <laughs> this is like so they have this. They have the show announced for Friday night and brunch is Saturday this weekend. Yeah, I think it's condensed. So Saturday because... after, it's Saturday afternoon, though. This is usually the weekend when they'd also do like their uh, Art of War games. Yeah, yeah. right. And but so I that's why I made the stink face, Mike they're... and Rich, because I don't think that there's any other shows in part. Mm. I think that somebody in this chat's missing a big opportunity. I don't know why you guys aren't running a show out there. Somebody in this chat. So, um, I think that things will be announced, which is why I'm not allowed to say anything. Uh, um, but I don't think 
there are any more shows and apologies if there are GCW. I don't think that there are any more shows coming down the pipeline from GCW mm -hmm. in part because of the two locations for that new young upstart promotion AEW. Oh, true. Yeah, they're not doing yeah. that like uh out of, out like outskirts Hoffman Estates oh, thing. Oh, right. They're, in they're the actually doing the United time. Center yeah. that weekend. Bill's very excited because they're in but the then United they are State. also running like on Wednesday they are running the arena yeah. out of town. No, they're doing Wind Trust in the town uh, inside of no, no, actually, um sorry gentlemen. Uh there is a beautiful plaque that has been placed on the side of the building. And if you would care for me to, I will gladly take a picture and send it to both of you. Okay. And I said use, cause I'm from Chicago. Um, mm -hmm. It is on the side of the building when it was called uh, Sears Center. It may, they may have altered it to be now arena, but mm -hmm. um, it used to be oh. called Sears Center. And when All In originally ran there, it was earth shattering, right? You know, like, I'll right. take that bet. Hey, I'm All In. Zah, 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 they just sell it out like clockwork <laughs> now when they come there, too. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing is, like, it's so cool, but it's also like, dang, we want to stay true to our roots, right? So I think, and this is just me and my little possums and squirrels. By the way, I'm wearing a possum tarot card shirt, just in case y'all are wondering. <laughs> that's that's um, rad. Yeah, it says the trash eater because <laughs> I'm a classy broad. Um, so I think <laughs> this is just coming from the possums and squirrels that live within my overly caffeinated brain. I think that they're trying to pay homage to the history, which is why the Wednesday night is there. All okay. right. But because the crowd has grown exponentially, which mm -hmm. is beautiful. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a wonderful problem to have. So now... United Center is the destination. I mean, that's the next logical step, right? Because, mm -hmm. and yeah. I'm just using these numbers off the top of my head. For those that know I work at Pro Wrestling Tees, I'm only there seasonally because <laughs> now that the pandemic are over, I work at Wrigley Field. That's my full-time job mm -hmm. outside of working in the world of wrestling. Ryan Barkin was so wonderful. And Frank Spahek, happy birthday, Frankie. Um, you know, they were so wonderful to give me a job when Wrigley Field was closed. And if they ever need help, I'm always there to help. But I can't work there full time because I've worked at Wrigley for almost 20 years, mm -hmm. you know, and also. And it's Wrigley. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Go Cubs go. We're going to give that up. Yeah. And I only work every other week when the when it's baseball season and I work mm -hmm. in Arizona for two months a year. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. Right. The working in Arizona for two months a year sounds like incredibly fun <laughs> yeah and it's february and march when chicago's weather uh, oh best time to possibly leave the northern hemisphere mm -hmm. you're right bro um oh don't demonetize us sean ross yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it, i think we're deep enough in we, we're good we're all right past, cool yeah, cool we're, i don't know how we're, this works we're past I 20 minutes i'm allowed to vape now even it's great mm -hmm. okay cool <laughs> thanks bro hi sean frs you rule um Although Kate's better. <clears throat> oh, um, whoa. Whoa. Oh, fire. Fire, fire, fire. Or you don't mm -hmm. support women. Um, no, I heart SRS. Mm -hmm. Except for Joel doesn't support women. So Joel Pearl, I don't know. Um, just kidding. Joel also. <laughs> but um, Joe's, Joe's this has nothing to do with my time. My mm -hmm. I, I love Toronto. Um, so this has nothing to do with my time at Pro Wrestling Tees, right? I just help out there when they need me to. This has to do with my 
20 something years working in punk rock and venues and the fact that my dad is like a tour manager my whole life. And so mm -hmm. just using my smarts of venues, they've outgrown Sears Center, now Arena, but I think mm -hmm. that they always want to pay tribute to their roots and what a nice right. way to do it by having that show there. They have to move to Chicago, especially all the clapback that happened after last year with people being stuck out there for hours. Mm -hmm. I yeah. Mean, it's when you're, it's, yeah, like when the building is that packed and it's that hard to get like ride shares and cabs and public transit right. out there, then There's like. There's not even you... sidewalks in Hoffman <sighs> Estate. And yeah, no Chicagoan would ever say this is Chicago, point blank. Right. Mm -hmm. None of us, none of us would. It takes 45 minutes to drive there without traffic. Which is Chicago. There's mm -hmm. there's two seasons, winter and construction, which means there's always traffic. <laughs> you know? Damn. Or there's four seasons in one day, which that's the other joke. Mm -hmm. But so like everything else probably is going to be all oh, magical pot pie. Whoever you are, you're adorable. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm wondering who this, I'm wondering who that is behind the username. I feel like it's somebody who's like semi-familiar with you. I don't know, but uh, if it's a weed reference, Lachaim, and we got it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they uh, were talking about earlier, they mentioned uh tall dad is worth, is worth. Um, uh, I believe that was in reference to your, uh, your gift. Um, or a surprise ah oh yeah tall dad is way worth it he's the greatest yeah. human that ever lived and also mm. one of the tallest and he made me he made me watch something oh i love you cholula um, also my favorite hot sauce um, <laughs> good sauce for real mm -hmm. i was like hey dude so i'm gonna be doing this show today so if you need anything from me just text me don't call me please because i'm his caretaker right now because unfortunately my dad also broke his neck um, oh, but he's doing much better, everyone. Don't you worry. Mm -hmm. And awesome. he was like, well, I just want you to watch this, kiddo. You just need to watch this. <laughs> Inside edition. This lady uh, almost was attacked by a shark, but this man scared it away. And this man isn't any man. He is instead WWE Hall of Famer, The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that news story about the Undertaker saving his wife from a yeah. shark. So my dad's like, no, no, you have to watch. Oh, wow, <laughs> I didn't even hear about this. This is a yeah. thing. What? But the best part is <laughs> this lady. Never mind, it's Michelle McCool. Michelle McCool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, this lady. This lady. <laughs> this pro wrestling wife, aka this lady. This lady. Okay. Mm. Thank you, Inside Edition. Thank we're you getting for we're getting lots of love for Tall Dad in the chat. There we go. Yeah, this is now Tall Dad chat. And if you want hey. to support Tall Dad, his t-shirts are also on ProWrestlingTees.com on my page. Oh, for real? <laughs> because, true story, Trent Reznor wanted to buy one of his shirts. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I okay. kind of put him on my page. That's wow. rad as hell. Uh, you did mention he was a tour manager for uh, a while, so I'm yeah. assuming that there's just, like, you know, ships passing in the night. They're, they've, they've, mm -hmm. they, you know, Bro. they've crossed paths. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, we're we're going to have to have a yeah. whole other chat just about this is great yeah um all right well what i'm gonna ask you to do though is uh when we're okay. done dm me his pro wrestling tease link so i can also put that in the description oh no it's on here. my page oh it's on your page too okay yeah. but i mean yeah. i can put yeah. it in the video description here on the show yeah it's just but or go know. to val's page her twitter's right there you'll find yeah. it you'll find it there we go either way 
ProWrestlingTees.com, I think, backslash my name. I don't know. I hate the internet. No, both it, my parents were roadies. Um, my dad did two tours of Vietnam, and when he came back, he was like, F that. I don't want to be a part of it. I used to hang out at bars and work with bands because uh, his name is Jolly Roger because um, he was like seven, six, eleven my whole life, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like six eight, six seven right now, because um, you know he's seventy five, so you kind of shrink as you get six, older. Eleven, that is a giant man. That is tall, Dad. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. People are always like, "Who? Well, then who's your real dad?" I was like, uh, "GTFO, that is my real dad." Fool. I'm only the guy hit by a semi and lived in a car accident, you know. Mm. And I'm like five nine and a half. It's not my fault. I'm as yeah. tall as Charlotte Flair. I just don't look like it because <laughs> I don't have long hair. <laughs> Or something, but um, so when he was a kid, he used to get called the Jolly Green Giant, you know. And so one day he's working with Kiss, and Gene Simmons goes, Jolly, what's your last name? And he tells him our family name, and he goes, Well, that's stupid, you look like a pirate because he's got long hair and he's got a tattoo here and a tattoo here, and he's seven feet tall. And so he goes, You should be Jolly Roger. Mm, so that's it, yeah. And Gene Simmons gave that to him, yeah. Wow. Yeah, isn't that weird? That's wild. And, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Honestly. I'll share. I'll share some pics with you, dudes, later when I can figure out where the hell they are. Um, yeah. Imagine uh, being like, "Hey, where'd you get your nickname?" Oh, Gene Simmons gave it to me. Yeah. So, uh, to you know, that's the crazy yeah, thing. Like, yeah. on, on a Tuesday, just like Gene Simmons <laughs> gave me my nickname, bro. But it's funny because, like, in front of the Kiss um, plane, like their private plane. Mm-hmm. My dad's like escorting out Ace Freely because my dad was like in charge of babysitting Ace Freely for a while. Wow. And um, he's as tall as Ace <laughs> Freely in his six inch leather heels that he used to wear. Oh, he's shit. actually taller. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear 6'11 and like, like that, 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 like I'm 6'5. So like anyone who's taller than me, I'm just instantly like, oh, this is cool. I love, ta- like, I love it when people are taller than me. I'm, this is the happy time. It was not cool when I was trying to date in high school. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. No, it was, it was already challenging because I was already like five, nine and a half. Yeah. So I was no, already you're, you're a, a 6'11 dude come stepping out of the house. Um, I'll see you tomorrow. I can't. <laughs> I ain't gonna yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You just knock on the door and he <laughs> answers. And you're like, like, I am here. What are your intentions with my dog? <laughs> yeah. And you said he did two war. Uh, he was in Vietnam. Too? No, dude. Oh, yeah. not, I can't. No way. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. You can understand why Noelle Foley is like one of my best friends because nobody mm. in the world gets our lifestyles. No way. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure, absolutely. It's a great. It's great that Noel Foley is one of your best friends. It's so so unfortunate that Frank the Clown exists. <laughs> is probably around all the time when you're hanging out with her. So, no, <laughs> he can't stand the two of us being together. Oh, mainly because there you go. Like, see how like high energy and giggly I am. This mm-hmm. is how she is too, because she's like a sweetheart, and mm-hmm. I think that she just feels bad for him because, like, you know, like when you see that sad, <laughs> pathetic, wounded animal on the side of the road. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, I should nurse this pathetic creature back to health. Even this needs love. That's Frank. Like, huh? we're we're gonna shoot Frank a little bit about when I did my Twitter poll a few weeks ago about the best manager on the Indies. A lot of people were talking about Frank the Clown. So. Listen, I'm not saying he's not good at managing, but I'm also not saying that he's not a jagoff. He's yeah, he seems pretty awful. Like I I couldn't imagine like trying to go to brunch with him. 
Oh, I can. Bring we leave him in the car. Yeah. <laughs> or your ass like, like, yeah, there. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think we could say it any better than clown emoji equals poo emoji. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Warrior Wrestling, once again, correct. Yes. Yeah. Shout out Warrior Wrestling. Thanks for coming and hanging Seriously, out in the yeah, chat no, with us real. tonight. You guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. They always um, have my back and they're so kind. And like I love Warrior Wrestling so much. Like, seriously, one of the powerhouses of like independent wrestling for real because it's so Mm -hmm. like the eclectic and iconic shows that they get to put on and like sometimes i look at the cards and i'm like what the were they thinking and then i'm like oh that's Mm -hmm. the magic Mm -hmm. (laughs) like really i mean this last show rich and i had the most fun on commentary like ridiculous ridiculous like we were just giggling the whole time and can i tell you (laughs) we were sponsored by manscaped Oh, you got to just like pitch ball razors the whole time and the <laughs> shit. That's great. That makes the night easier. Ball spray and so yeah. long. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. That's like you can probably just have the best time talking about ball hygiene on 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 air too, which is Dude, like carte blanche to talk about that on on the air. That sounds like a great night. Men's roller derby. Ooh. Let me tell you. <laughs> We probably wish Manscape exists at that point in time. <laughs> I used we to need Manscape back here. A team yeah. out of Seattle, a team out of Chicago, and USA Men's Roller Derby. Oh shit! I Damn. have. When it first, first, first came out, was at the end of my coaching streak. <laughs> <laughs> To be mm-hmm. fair, no one does a lot of things like Val. That's why she's here. That's um, true. Like we, the, Val. That's why she has the job. Val's existence on this podcast uh, started from when we were when we had DM Stevens here as a guest, and Val happened to be in the chat, and he happened to just put over the the unique way in which you don't get a an, you don't get introduced to the ring like a Val like a Val introduction. Mm-hmm. It just it it. It's its own experience. And then so oh, nice. that's how. Okay. So, yeah, that's the backstory on how we got here today anyway. And, you know, 53 minutes in, uh, but Val was in our, ch- you know, and then you you said uh, you've been watching wrestling since you were a little girl. Did you have some. First of all, did you ever expect to be a ring announcer? And did you have any like favorites growing up? Like, how did you get here? OK, so good call. Um, tall dad, 100 mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Like he's a, well, he's a reason for a lot of the things that I am today. And also my little, my little Jewish grandmother, mm-hmm. um, the two of them always wanted to make sure that it didn't matter that my parents were split. I always had like stability, even though right. he was always on the road. Mm-hmm. And um, so like Irish Catholic giant father, little teeny Jewish grandmother, you know, mm-hmm. like always had stability no matter what, no matter whose household I was in. Mm-hmm. She would always take me roller skating and he would always take me to rock and roll and baseball and football and hockey and basketball, which is why I'm such a jock douchebag that loves music, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> so he claims that I was going to see Moose Cholak and the claw and like <laughs> the crusher and like all that when i was like three four years old i'm like well that's cool dad because i definitely remember being three years old um <laughs> but <laughs> i don't 
remember three days ago let's be real dude right yeah. uh, <laughs> you know how many times i've been hit in the head because i don't <laughs> um and i don't even smoke weed man i don't care that he does or that y'all do like mm. i support that, it that's my smoke. reason for my bad memory Mm-hmm. like 100 <laughs> percent. oh i definitely take gummies to help with the brain issues at night because it certainly helps me sleep well and also mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. joint pain and spinal stenosis and waiting to get my knee replaced and my shoulder replaced and all the roller derby injuries but um i've had a lot of concussions between getting hit by oh thank you warrior i'm very <laughs> sad <laughs> um, i usually think it's the one dimple but i'll say it's a new haircut mm-hmm. um combination Right. Mm-hmm. But um, age seven is when I recall seeing my first show. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, as I mentioned, my dad was a tour manager or a production manager or security, or he would be doing load in or load out. Like I grew up at the Rosemont Horizon, mm-hmm. which is now the Allstate Arena. That was like my playground when I was a little girl. And uh, my grandmother lived in like Des Plaines. So that was like right in the backyard. And so whenever my dad would come home from tour or bands that he would work with would be playing there, I'd always be there. So I remember being at WrestleMania two. So mm. everybody do your math on your abacus. Mm-hmm. And um, you can figure out how old I am now. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed of my age. I'm 44 and I'm damn proud of it. You look great. For some reason, you're not allowed mm-hmm. to be. I'd- uh Proud I wouldn't of your age as a woman or in this yeah. industry, and I think both are garbage. Mm-hmm. So yeah. own up, it's fine. Anthony Rizzo's good number forty four. Um, Eight. So uh, I remember being at the Horizon because we toured with Ozzy a bunch when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. and when he escorted out the British Bulldogs for the tag team match, that's why I thought we were there. And my dad was like, "No." It's because I was the LD from Slammy. And I was like, what? So my dad was like the lighting director for the original Slammies. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Like, oh, that's crap. Yeah, I used to work with Dusty all the time. And and I was like, I'm sorry, what? So, mm. yeah. Wow. So wow. you you just bit, you're born into this pretty much. Yeah. This is so, all inevitable. I feel like I need to interview Tall Dad. Just yeah, Tall Dad like, got some like, real yeah, stuff. He's got some crazy. Man, he... he he sounds like a just sit and talk. You, you could just tell you stories for hours kind of person. He's write a book, it sounds like. Does he have a book? No, but people keep trying to get him to. Yeah. And uh, I, I hope that he does at some point mm-hmm. because he really truly is such a fascinating person. And he's also my favorite person on the planet. And um, the years of experience that he's had, he's he's lived so many lives. Like I always yeah. feel like I've lived so many different lives. But when I sit and I talk with my dad, we just laugh and make fun of each other and are like, like, I'll be like, I'll be like, fuck off. And he's like, hey, I like golf. Like, that's the kind of relationship we have, you know, and I'm like, that's cool, man. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. we make fun of each other all the time. And people were like, do you guys not get along? I was like, no, this is us making fun of each other. And like, right. we watch sports all day and, and he likes wrestling. But he's like, oh, are you watching wrestling or are you watching the true wrestling? And I'm like sumo dad, and he's like sumo. Like, and he's oh, like, oh my! I thought you were gonna, sumo. I thought you were gonna say some like 1980s like Jim Crockett promotions mm-hmm. or some shit. No, 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 sumo, sumo, sumo. That's awesome. And, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, you know how much is in that guy's envelope? I could tell you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so, 
my goal is to get over to see Wrestle Kingdom and then also time it so I could stay for a sumo because mm -hmm. Paul and his legs are so bad after all these years. Like he's still walking and getting around and he's still a badass. Even with his broken neck, he's still getting around. But flying would be very difficult for him to get to Japan, I think. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. he's so big. And he's not like hefty. He's just tall and large, mm -hmm. you know. He's actually a slim uh, 297, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, I think he's under 300 now. But uh, anyway, so yeah, my first match I, or first show I remember seeing was the Chicago, technically Rosemont branch of the triple cast of WrestleMania 2. Mm -hmm. And I say one of the most important matches for me even though now that I'm an adult and I know so much more about wrestling and I've seen, you know, speedball Mike Bailey versus Brian Keith at, at Logan Square Auditorium. Mm -hmm. uh, so I know what a good blow your mind match is. Um, so it's kind of like a hot garbage match now, but uh, Velvet McIntyre versus not so fabulous Moolah is truly one of my favorite matches, even though it's kind of a hot garbage match. Mm -hmm. um, because that changed the course of my life forever because I remember going, daddy, daddy, girls can wrestle. And he was mm -hmm. like, of course you can little kiddo, you know, kiddo, you can do whatever you want. If you want to, if you want to be a tough girl, you can be a tough girl. And I was like, Oh yeah, I want to be a tough girl. Like, <laughs> and I still wore skirts and I would climb trees and I still had my crystal castle right next to my castle gray skull, mm -hmm. you know? And you know, I have, it's all about duality. I can wear a gorgeous dress and I could still, you know, be a beer vendor. Like right. I could be glitter and I can be grime and it's okay. Women can do both. Men can do both. Non-binary. You can do anything. Let's do everything. You know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. just be who we are and be proud of who we are. And it doesn't matter regardless of gender or any, anything, if you're differently abled, find a way to do it like i've had mm -hmm. a lot of physical disability in my life but it's never been a disability it's just been a different ability so and it's very cool that tall dad and wrestling and of course roller derby mm -hmm. and punk rock and diy has always helped me get there and music and sports and life <laughs> so, i'm really yeah i'm, I'm a big I'm schmaltz <laughs> I'm really glad you uh you've you you've brought up like the punk rock roots because same. Um more more to like hardcore punk for me, but it does that it, it it's something for me that is helps with why I think I gravitate to independent wrestling so much is the uh the environment of an independent show feels very much like going to a uh going to like a punk show or you mm -hmm. know like a smaller like a small club show in a more diy setting than it does to say going to all-state arena and seeing the foo fighters or going to the united center and seeing you know aew or something like that do you uh do you find that do you, do you find that connection at all too oh absolutely like i yeah. feel i mean don't get me wrong i just saw taylor swift five times this summer and yes. kiss is one of my favorite bands of all time Oh, we'll get to Tay Tay in a moment. But, <laughs> uh, I feel so much more comfortable at like 
a DIY punk show or an underground hip hop show than I do at most large scale concerts, even though I was like standing on both my feet on one of my dad's shoes, holding onto his pant leg as a kiddo mm-hmm. at like giant arena rock shows. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, right. that's how I was raised. Like I was a roadie brat. So like, yeah. that's also home to me, but mm-hmm. I definitely love the DIY vibe at independent wrestling shows. Like it just makes the most sense to me. It feels like home, you know? So like freelance, we sell mm-hmm. these t-shirts that um, say freelance is home. And it's so true. Like, every time I'm at a freelance show and I see the same people I know and even new people that are becoming the same people I know mm-hmm. because you just give them the nod and they get it. And it might be yeah. their first and only show, but in that moment you are like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's so true because it is so fucking awesome that you get to experience that together and hopefully they come back. But if they never come back, they saw that kick out of the ropes Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when the ropes yeah. collapsed and I'm just going to reference this particular show again, because it was one of my favorite matches that I've ever gotten to be a part of when I got to call that um, alongside KML, uh, my commentating partner for the night. That speedball, Mike Bailey, uh, Brian Keith match, like at Logan Square Auditorium for freelance. I mean, that was like earth shattering. If you mm-hmm. didn't know what you were in store for, that blew your mind. Could you imagine that being your first match ever? Right. Holy shnikes. Like that that's, was like that's uh I, mean, <clears throat> I I legit at one point was just making dolphin and having a baby sound. <laughs> <laughs> uh that honestly it it's very reminiscent of an experience I had over the weekend. I watched uh I went to one of my local, I, well, I went to two shows this weekend. Actually, I had two of those experiences. I should say. Nice. Um, I went to uh, I went to check out. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put over some local promotions real quick. If you don't, yes. if you don't mind me taking a little Absolutely. segue mm-hmm. off the path here, but I went to uh, I went to Crossbody Pro Wrestling out in Cambridge, Ontario, which is mm-hmm. uh, about an hour outside of my hometown of Hamilton. And uh, you know they run Very by. Cool by uh by ben ortman's big ben is angry uh if you've you, you, you know you might see him if you're in the independent twitter sphere mm-hmm. uh but there there were some matches on that card like uh you know matthew grant and tyler thomas who uh you know thank thank you to matthew grant and uh mark shaw and jt kirk for the uh, the carpool out there by the way i appreciate that um but like yeah there were some matches on that card where i'm just like this is my first time at Crossbody, and I'm like, uh, uh, all right, well, I'm, I can't wait to come back here. It was their season finale, but uh, so you know, September when they're back, I'm going. Like it's mm-hmm. you were also uh, you're you're you know, spoiler, you're you're gonna see Big Ben on here sometime in the very early September. Uh, I can't remember the exact date, but he'll be here um, for their season premiere date when it streams. Uh, and then the day after that, I went to uh, Courage Pro Wrestling in Hamilton, which was a little bit of a shorter drive for me. You know, got an Uber like 10 minutes away from my house. It was a good mm-hmm. time. And again, I saw so many great local talents from around here. Uh, this show had some talent from America coming up for it as well. Uh, so I got to see Tyler Bateman lead one of mm. our locals. Um, yeah, he wrestled a... Uh, a, a a young local wrestler from the Hamilton area, 
and mm-hmm. like it was it was great uh there is a massive size difference like bateman's like six like eight or six nine yeah bateman's he's, tall he's huge he's taller mm-hmm. like i had to look up talking to him at his mm-hmm. table so i know he's at least taller than six five mm-hmm. and travis moore is like five five i think oh shit so he was like he, he was leading him, but yeah big experience gap between the two and just like seeing the way that Bateman like led him around in the match and like just was chopping him down and beating the crap out of him. But like Travis was getting these little comebacks and every time, and but then he'd get shut down. But every time the comeback got just a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and the crowd was like, you know, we all, we were all, like you could just feel the emotion in the room mm-hmm. and the support building for Travis as he's taking this beating and like you know on on the way to on the way through his comeback and then just being in the room and feeling the celebratory awesome. moment where he when he actually gets the W and you know we're all losing our minds and then Akira and Masha Slamovich uh, for Akira's first MLW middleweight title defense was. Mm the main event of this show and uh i was talking to masha after the show and she's mentioned that she's doing some uh she's been working on some grappling uh with people and adding some grappling to her repertoire and uh that's scary the first so basically like they use this match like to practice what she's been working on and the first the first half of this match is just like the two of them chaining back and forth for like the entire time she grabbed her she grabbed wrist control on akira and like she held on to it for a solid like two or three minutes through him making like a series of all these different escape attempts and like trying to counter it and she just wouldn't let go of his hand she always either had one or two hands on the wrist it was so good and then by the time they like took it around the ring for a little for you know for a little bit of uh like a rough walk around and then got back in the ring to actually like get towards the it was so fucking good i it mm. was the best like i had the best weekend so thank you but crossbody thank you courage pro um courage pro's show is taped for iwtv it'll debut sometime early next week uh to, to middle of next week you have to see the akira versus macha masha match like if you go out of your way to watch any match off the show like that one. what like you you the grappling in it is i'm so lucky that i was like front row like 10 feet away from some of the just most excellent chain wrestling i've watched in a long time it was so nice anyway um yeah that was my weekend so back to that sounds bitching though <laughs> yeah that's was, awesome yo it was awesome honestly like it, it, i don't know i think we all had pretty good weekends mm-hmm. uh yeah, I know you. I know Reg got out to uh, another good show this weekend. Uh, I saw a, vi- a viral, controversial clip that has been going around the internet. I saw someone get burning hammered on their head, and I lost my brain. Titus Alexander took on Vinny Massaro in the main event of West Coast Pro, of course. We've talked about it on this podcast a lot, and they over delivered. Uh, it was everything i expected and 10 times more the intensity the uh the strikes the suplexes the super kicks like the burning hammer everything was just so intelligently put together such a smart 
wrestled match two guys that have so much history and for Titus to come out of all of that as the winner and still your West Coast Pro champion was just like an amazing moment and then to get that viral clip that everybody was either very upset about or very stoked on was a little cherry on top it's like well if he I I don't care if you guys are talking shit about the clip. Like, are you going to watch West Coast Pro after this? That's all I really care about. You know what I mean? So, yeah, shout out to my homies at West Coast Pro. Really fun show. Also, uh, Los Pavacitos yeah. and and uh, Adrian Quest against Kushida, Kevin Knight, and Starboy Charlie was ridiculous. Masha and Trisha Dora, great match. Masha went back-to-back because that was the day before the Canada match, I think. So, yeah, she was just so killing it that also weekend. Also, f- from San Francisco to Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to wrestle, mm. like, and her match, it was an afternoon wow. show. Like, we were out of there by 7 p.m. Wow. Yeah, so. Yeah, she went like, right from kicking ass over here to kicking ass over there, so. Well, like, if I think about it, too, because I got home from the Saturday show and, like, West Coast Pro, I put it on just after midnight my time. Mm-hmm. And that's like Masha and Trisha Dora was in the back half after intermission. So that was on app. Yeah. Wow. That would have been like 19 hours difference in like the time of one match to the other match plus travel in between across the continent. That's that is insane. Like I no like no hyperbole. Masha is one of the best wrestlers, like top 10 wrestlers, period, genderless discussion on the planet also, can we just like talk about with the my fact full that she, chest she wrestled trisha dora and then yeah. did that yeah like, and then like she just yeah. wrestled some like local talent unheard of like trish yeah. motherfucking adora yes <laughs> yes yes newest member of the infantry trisha dora facts mm-hmm. dude also can we talk about that that fuji's tip Oh, that's oh the my Fuji god, that dude, Fuji's. Oh, I need it. When I saw that, I was like, oh my god, they did it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, no, that's that's pretty sure fun. I just peed myself right now. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> no, that's like that's brilliant t shirt. Like, wow. that's that's design. That's design. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Can I look and see if that's on ProWrestlingTees.com? Because that shit best be. It, it needs to be if it isn't. If it point. isn't, it's got to be on like Shop AEW. I haven't worked there since December, so I don't know if it is, but it best be. Mm-hmm. I think it I think it might I be. I don't want to bother them right now, but I kind of got to put in a call. <laughs> <laughs> People would buy that, though. It really should be. Like, okay, it is. It is. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah, I was just yeah, I'm like, 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 not even joking. People really will buy that. All right. Oh, absolutely. I know it's your I'm... birthday, Frank, but you better get this up on here. All right, mm-hmm. it is. It is, y'all. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a dope shirt. Uh, what I'll I'm throw one in from West Coast Pro right Two now. is uh, the one I'll throw in from West Coast Pro Two is Alpha Zone Jeff Cobb. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. The guy Zoe did do that. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was yeah. very uh, proud of Zoe for the performance he put in. Yes. Yeah. yeah as, as I said, he's been dedicated to being in the gym two times a week, bettering his craft. But I mean, Jess Cobb is just a fucking monster. At the end of the day, it's hard to. How could you? You can't out suplex Jeff Cobb, and I think Zoe tried to, and it just wasn't. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy that they both got to hit a sidewinder on each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jeff Cobb was on the very first show I ever did ring announcing for. Mm-hmm. Wow. And- I know NBD. <laughs> Wasn't Ray Phoenix and, on that or something as well? I think I shared a match graphic and you were you 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 had like a factoid about it. 
Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we were supposed to talk about this. Okay, so Ray Phoenix and Ray Oris were yes. on. Okay. It's they're wrestling each other on yeah. Prestige, which is actually the promotion that I made my West Coast debut on for yes. Rosalind Two. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Okay, so if anybody out there is listening and they're like, please, will this person stop rambling? First off, the answer is no. No. Second off, mm-hmm. until they say I'm leave studio. The show the for that anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, second off, always take a chance on yourself or nobody else will. Okay, Max. because I mm-hmm. just got this booking at Dreamwave because I said... Pipe Dream Longshot, bro. And I slid into the DMs of Dreamshot and I said, hey, this match looks really dope, but I think it would be very cool if you had a special guest ring announcer that was a woman for this mm-hmm. match. And I really think that she should be me. And if you need any of my stuff, here are the companies that I worked with and I would gladly send you any my reel if you need one. And the promoter, he responded back to me and he is so wonderful. He goes, no, I absolutely know your work. And I think that you would be fantastic. And I think, yeah. or I think you're right. And I think that it would be fantastic if she was you. And boom, Shout out Will. there you go. I'm booked. Thanks, Will. So, um, no, for Prestige, um, I had I had bought tickets because I really just wanted to go to the show. Oh, okay. And um, I did the same thing. And I said, hey, uh, long shot, but do you need a ring announcer for this? Because I have a flight and I have tickets to the show but since i'm gonna be there do you have a ring announcer and will said no but i'd love to give you a shot if you want to do it and i was mm. like oh down so i just gave my ticket to a friend that lives in portland and boom now i'm part of the prestige family even though so cool they have a fantastic ring announcer out there um and you know i got to run gear for uh mania week and you know no big deal carrying aja kong's robe was not at all a dream for me mm-hmm. um oh no but, why would it be right yeah but yeah, uh that's totally, amazing totally 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 but uh so ray oris and ray phoenix we're both on the very first show I ever worked. It was uh, September 2016. I was working as a ring announcer for AAW. Uh, their ring announcer had a family emergency. So I got asked to step up because I was always lady marking out at the shows. And they knew mm-hmm. that I did um, live and comment, uh, live announcing and also commentary for roller derby. Because I was a skater commentator and a coach. And so they were like, hey, do you want to step in and fill in for jimmy d and i said uh i'm going to the show but i have to work the cubs game but i guess i will totally not do my hair and makeup while i'm driving because that would be super unsafe (laughs) but uh, i showed up in time and uh did it but that show my very first match was ray oris versus prince mustafa ali That was my very mm. first match. And wow. Ali X'd out because he bounced off the barricade and split his face open and his eyes went that way. Oh, shit. And the ref started doing this. And I was like, oh, what the fuck do I do? What, the fuck, what do I do? What do I do? I mean, as a lady mark, I knew that this means injury. Mm-hmm. And it's real. It's not any sort of storyline, anything. It's like, no, this is for real. Get medics out here. Yeah. But I also had an injury because I tore a bunch of ligaments in my right ankle. So I had a walking cast on, but I didn't want to not get the gig. So I just like super fiercely taped up my ankle, like an, a tape, like an ankle lock. 
Oh, he took it off. And I, and I, um, were these Harley motorcycle boots that I had and I like tightened the hell out of the straps on it. So like I could not move my leg at all. Like I did not have any feeling in my right leg and legit for the first time ever. Now that and I've told this story a lot, but now that I'm telling this story out loud, maybe that's why I had nerve damage in my right ankle that I had to have surgery on in 2020. It, it might, Shit. it now might not, it, it like might not have, you know, had oh, nothing to do with it. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure playing roller derby for 15 years, like doing it at my push foot. Yeah, my... yeah. That... Oh, hello. Sorry, I'm supposed to take cover. <laughs> Yikes! There's a tornado warning. Oh, shit. oh fine. Shit. I live in the attic. There's a there is a I live in a loft in the attic, and there is a uh, lovely skylight right there, which is definitely going to crash in. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. There's Yikes. no tornadoes in Chicago. It doesn't happen. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so like I had this gnarly ankle injury. I had the belt on my lap because you're we have to ring the bell, keep time, and also call the match. Plus, I was wearing a dress. So I'm like, what the hell am oh, I damn. supposed to do? How am I supposed to do this? Because then I have to like hop into the ring and call the next match. It was such a nightmare. Um, but it was also a dream because I'm like, oh my mm. god, this is my first time being a ring announcer. And Ali is so kind. He like came up to me and apologized because he knew it was my first time working a ring mic. Mm. And he apologized to me for having to call the match early. What a guy. Unreal. I'm like, dude, Mm -hmm. bro, you split your face open and you got a concussion. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Ray Oris and Ray Phoenix. And then Phoenix and I only spoke Spanish to each other the entire show. Wait, you speak Spanish? Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I, and so, I, oh, I, sorry. Um, there's a very large Latino population here, and mm-hmm. the like. My mm-hmm. Chicago Public High School, like, uh, it's primarily Latino, and mm-hmm. uh, I was one of 25 Caucasians, and I was the only one that wasn't Polish or Ukrainian. Even though I'm Ashkenazi Jew and it's uh, like from the Ukraine, but I don't speak Ukrainian. Um, I, I am I am Polish and Ukrainian. Polish. <laughs> <That's so Yeah. laughs> but, but so like a lot of my friends, the only way I, I communicated with them was in Spanish. So, I mean, I'm very sure. rough since I very rarely use it these days, but I used to be fairly fluent in Spanish, but oh, cool. you know, like. In fact, my nickname in high school was Werita, which means mm. like little white girl. Mm-hmm. So when they actually said my name, when I got my diploma, they said my name. And all my friends stood up and were like, what's up, white girl? <laughs> <laughs> so that was me getting my diploma in high school. That, mm-hmm. That's something I don't think about in Canada. Is like, yeah. can, you, know, it, you know, French is like was, the I mean, go-to second language in Canada. And it's not like in the u.s but my brain doesn't do the like what about french mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man all right val before uh, b- before before i get you to tell people where they can find you at and plug all your shit I have I, I gotta ask you how many times do you think by now you've listened to speak now taylor's version like ballpark. oh sorry the weather's getting pretty pretty bad here i'm sorry oh, what was that last good. part I was going to say, but like ballpark number. How many times would you say roughly that you've probably listened to Speak Now Taylor's version by now? 
Oh, I'm an athlete, not a mathlete. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, <laughs> how many hours in the day are there? Mm, it's on all the time. Sure. I turned it mm-hmm. off to talk to you guys. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I was getting rowdy and I was like, this speak now. Oh, geez, I gotta go. <laughs> I will say that I saw that song live. Uh, where did I see it? Tampa Bay, night one on April 13th. Mm. And um, when I was walking about Raymond James Stadium, uh, there was a few people that recognized me from Effie's Big Gay Brunch because I oh, was wearing sweet. a dress that I wore uh, last All Out weekend. I was wearing like the rainbow polka dotty dress and they were like, oh my gosh, Val Capone, what are you doing here? And I was like, oh, awkward because I'm like <laughs> a dweeb. Um, <laughs> which that being said, if you ever see me out and about, always say hi. I'm a big dork. Right. Like, mm-hmm. in case you couldn't tell from this interview, like, I'm a mm-hmm. big dork. Um, and I always like saying hi to people. And yeah, uh, 99.9 times out of 100, I will be very, very happy to see everyone. And then that 0.1%, I'll probably have a gnarly headache and be like, Oh, sorry. Oh, hi. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So like people stopped me and said, hi, we took pictures and I was like, Oh wow. And my friend was like, you're the most famous Chicagoan here. And then we found <laughs> out that I was actually the third most famous Chicagoan because Michelle and Barack were also at the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Taylor did it as part of the surprise songs that, that night. Mm-hmm. I Every- love the Tara. It's it's mind-boggling seeing how like how many people are Swifties like as as there as as people start posting to their social media as the tour come as like the tours come through their city or you yeah. know if the tour doesn't come to your country and you happen to be like the leader of a country and you start a petition <laughs> to get it to come there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, when you know. tickets go on sale, Mike, should you get face value tickets? I know a certain Swifty <coughs> um, that will absolutely come up north. I love Canada. <coughs> there we go. Yeah, I have. Uh, I always have two suitcases ready to go because I travel so much. They're mm-hmm. at the ready right now because I am actually about to uh, hit the road in a mm-hmm. couple days. Um, but yes, I have my Taylor Swift here. <laughs> That's ready to go. I love and it. The um, I'm going to see her in Australia. I'm very excited. Wow. In February. That's rad. Yeah. Yeah. One of my best mates was sad that we haven't seen each other in about 10 years' time. And she was like, That's so effed. And we have the matching mouse get ears tattoos. Mm-hmm. And she was like, We need to figure out a way to see each other. And and then like two days later, uh Tay Tay's tickets we're going to sale soon and my friend is like on a retreat in the middle of the wood no cell service no nothing it's for like 15 minutes a day she has the internet and i was like well you know if you score tickets i will buy a flight i'll pay for our tickets you just have to do it because you're in adelaide and i can't mm-hmm. i'm not about to fake a australian email that's psycho like even i wouldn't do that even i have limits mm-hmm. sometimes <laughs> and she's like, I don't know, mate. I don't think I can. And I was like, 
I think that's fucked. You should think you can, and then you will. If you doubt that you can, then you've already lost. If you think mm -hmm. that you can, then at least try. And worst case, it doesn't happen, but at least you tried. And she's right. like, all right, I'll do it. I have pre-sale. I'll do it. And then she got only $1,200 per ticket. And I was like, ee, I can't swing that and a flight. She's like, no worries, mate. I understand. And I was like, well, try a general sale. And she's like, you do realize there's only two Sydney and two Melbourne. Like, this is not happening. And I was like, ah, don't be negative. Positivity is the key to life. That's how I'm still alive. Mm -hmm. Like, I got hit by a semi and live. Don't tell me I can't do this. Mm -hmm. You do it, girl. We got this. Sure as shit, she goes, pack your bags or at least get them ready for a Valentine's date with me. I know it's your favorite holiday, but it's going to be a two days later. We're going to have a date with Tay Tay because I got him for February the 16th. She has wow. 15 Rad. minutes internet every day in the middle of the wood. It and she scored two tickets. I was like, it was I'll meant see to you be. On February 16th. Yeah, that's, that's, that's meant to be it's also the power of positive thought manifestation everything you told your friend about positive thinking for getting those taylor swift tickets apply that to all aspects of your life everybody because uh that's yeah, true i mean what's the yeah. worst that happens and like if you don't believe in yourself nobody else will if you don't like i'm not preaching you know whoa there's some sirens going on bro oh shit oh shit all right that's wild. Maybe I do need to take cover. It's very dark it, in here. Yeah. Yes. In the name of safety. Um, yeah. In Val, let's let it. I, first of all, thank you for joining us. You've thank been you so much. So much fun to talk to. Mm -hmm. uh, we could go on probably for twice as long on definitely a, a ton of other stuff. I still have so many questions. You got to come back. Yeah, we're definitely. Okay. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk and get you back at some point uh, before the end of the year. Absolutely. In the meantime. Where can everyone find you? Where where are those bags packed for if there's uh, shows that oh, you're going to yeah. be at? Well, the next show I'm working is Wednesday. So it's next Wednesday, July 19th. It's Boca Raton Championship Wrestling versus the World. And we're actually taking on the NWA. I'm super excited. There's like maybe 10 physical tickets left. Mm -hmm. So definitely follow uh, both NWA and uh, BRCW on all social medias. Uh, oh, that's not too bad. We're getting better, boys um so and then also uh i'll be doing all the backstage interviews i love getting to cut promos with everybody backstage that's like one of my personal passions um for freelance wrestling we are debuting at uh, a new venue it's going to be avondale music hall on friday um july 28th very excited for that show and then, you know, you can always find me at Second Wrestling when Warrior has another show popping up that maybe you should stay tuned to all the Warrior Wrestling stuff. Just saying. Can't say why. Just keep an eye out. Mm -hmm. Of course, um, you know, as I mentioned, uh, I'm always around. Definitely give me a follow on the Twitter machine. It's at Val Capone and on Instagram and I guess whatever threads. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> but I. I think I still have it on lockdown because Grandma Capone is not good at the interwebs, so I have to figure out how to how it all works. And then eventually, mm. I'll set myself free. Um, it's at Valfons V A L P H O N S E because I'm named after Al Capone. Mm -hmm. Even though Valerie is a fantastic song, that is not my name. Mm -hmm. Valfons, like Alphonse. Mm. And I think I'm on Blue Sky too. Yeah, if you've got an invite, that's where I am. But yeah, say hi. Um, I'm making, I'm working on Pell pins because two of my really good friends and a bunch of other fans were like, 
asking me about them. And so I started poking around um, <clears throat> Kevin Koo, <Coop, clears throat> mm-hmm. um, who is in one of my favorite tag teams ever mm-hmm. with Tom Garini. Violence, Love is, violence forever. is forever. Great team. Oh my God. Yeah. We just like, there's so many good wrestlers that just not enough people talk about. I'm just saying, violence yeah. is forever. Creeps, mm-hmm. also yeah. one of my favorite tag teams. Just saying, the runway, also love them. Hello. Um, second gear crew, I cannot ever talk enough about how brilliant mm-hmm. they are. Man's Corner, <laughs> Matthew Justice, One Call Manders. Yeah. I just love tag team wrestling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. There's so many good. Oh my God. Money, power, respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Marco Mayor and uh, uh, fucking, uh, Fabuloso Fabricio. Mm-hmm. And love to pull you. Bay Area, baby. Bay yeah. Area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, oh, I want to end up at Hood Slam. Dark mm-hmm. Sheep, please bring me in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring Val in. Hood yeah. Slam. Oh That's God. like a perfect combination right there. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I feel like she would. I feel like she would. I think so too. Do I think cheek. we're smitten kittens for each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love me some thrussy, bussy, mm, forever. Yeah, like, okay, seriously, keep an eye on creeps. Like, because uh, Andy Ripley, Thay Hulk, phenomenal, and mm-hmm. Irving West, phenomenal. Like, oh, if you don't know creeps, look up creeps. So good. They're from, creeps. There we go. Creeps are from southeast. Okay, sorry, I can't stop talking wrestling, dudes. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's Someone okay. finish the pullback point expert. Okay. <laughs> Jordan so Blade. He gets surreal. Sassy Blowright. I love Sassy Blowright. There's so many names falling out of Bell's pocket right mm. now. <laughs> Hello, Nightingale. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sky yeah. Blue. Billy Starks. Yes. Nick freaking Wayne. <laughs> Oh, Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne tonight, baby. Nick Wayne day. Nick Wayne In 26 minutes, it's Nick Wayne. It's Nick Wayne time in 26 minutes. Let's yes. go. Oh, my Let's God. Every, every, every single name that, that you just heard come out of Val's mouth, find them on Twitter, find them on YouTube, watch some of their matches. Uh, thank you so had- much. <laughs> yes. Thank you what? so much, Al. Thank you, Reg. Reg the poor women. <laughs> she disappeared. Where'd Val go? China for life. <laughs> oh my God, Val! You've been so much fun to talk to. I love to. you, Veda. Mm-hmm. Yes, Veda Scott. Somebody give her a job for fuck's sake. It's insane. Um, Reg, where can everyone find you, my man? Uh, today you can find me on the Speak Now Pro Wrestling podcast with Denise Salcedo on her YouTube page talking AEW Dynamite. Very excited about that. That's a weekly show. Every Saturday, you can find me on the Grapsity podcast with Philip Lindsay. I'm also on the Ring of Honor post show with Kate. And every Wednesday, I'm here with Mike. We got all kind of great guests, including the one we just had today. It's an exciting time for independent pro wrestling. It's an exciting time for Indeed. So we out here. Yeah. Um, and myself, always here Wednesdays, talking independent wrestling with my wonderful co-host, Righteous Reg. We've got so many guests coming up in the near future. DJ Tony D's coming up. Uh, we've got 
the struggles coming up to talk some ECU with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, August 30th, we've got Dylan McQueen on the show to talk Big Gay Brunch oh, a few yeah. days before the event. Uh, early in September. Oh, well, happy belated birthday. And uh, early in September, uh, on the premiere night for season two of Crossbody Pro Wrestling Uproar, we're going to have Big Ben, Ben Ortman's here to talk about crossbody pro wrestling um once again hit the merch link below for pro wrestling tees uh to support superstar shane hawk watch iws this saturday as they make their worldwide debut on fight plus subscribe to fight plus check them out they are uh They've been the, the gold standard of independent wrestling in Canada for 24 years, and the world gets to find out why on Saturday night. So please tune into that show. Thank you so much again to Val for coming on here with us. You're definitely, definitely going to have to come back because mm-hmm. I feel like we just barely scratched the surface. And we, we have so much more we could talk about with you. <laughs> I have so much weird shit on my desk. Yo, this honestly. Hearts and horses. <laughs> It's like a maiden beer. That's amazing. This is from Ogus Cantina. We didn't even talk about my Disney or Star Wars obsession. Oh my gosh. Glitter? Do you need edible glitter for making oh weird malorts? Oh, I forgot one more place you can find me, by the way. Sorry. Uh, Sundays, brunch gimmick, love wrestling. Uh, and you'll find me around the Love Wrestling Canada channel a little more. Um, support your. Support your favorite local independent wrestlers. Support mm-hmm. your favorite local independent promotions. Buy some tickets. Buy some merch. Support I'm, Bruce Willis. I'm gonna. I'm <laughs> gonna just hit end and see how long. Like, just keep holding stuff. See up, how many things you can get up before let's the show much, ends. Let's see how much more we can get in before it ends. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Peace, y'all.